Let's do it. Episode. What episode is this? Let me check. No, I know that part. Fifth episode. I know that part. The season two. I'm trying to. I'm trying to count what's the episode number for Dork Trek. Oh. Mm. And I want to say technically we have 409 episodes Mm -hmm. because I think somebody went back and downloaded all of them because our downloads this month are crazy and it says like downloads this month 409. So I think technically we have 409 episodes. But I think we're closing in on 400 reviewed Star Trek episodes. So this is episode 399 that we've reviewed of Star Trek. Well, then what about the Star Trek movies? Well, there's the Twilight. Though those count as as episodes. But like the the Dork Trek podcast, the um, G.I. Joe podcast, the... the Don't count Columbo. Doesn't count Columbo. I think it does count some of the Columbos. Yeah, we're recording. Okay. I don't know if it counts the Twilight Zone episodes we did. So I want to say we're at like 409 or, or that's where we are. But technically, for, but for Dork Trek, I think it's 399. For the prime timeline. Exactly. This is the Dork Trek prime timeline. So that line. means next week, if we get together and record next week, that will be our 400th episode of Star Trek. And it's our 10th anniversary. And 10th anniversary. That's that's pretty amazing. That's pretty cool, right? I'm, I'm the planets the are aligning. Out. Really? Yeah. All right. My uniform is back in Cincinnati, so I can't wear it. You know what? Instead of doing that, maybe I should order, and it might get here in time. A moo moo. Uh, the lower decks, <laughs> lower decks uniforms for the larger Star Trek fan. It's a Star Trek moo moo. We could all just wear moo moo. I'll take one of those too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I got, I it's got been fre- a rough ten years. I got French onion dip on my moo moo again. <laughs> Bring me my reaching stick. <laughs> So we're at reviewing the episode non sequitur that we watched together, which was yes. fun. Uh, I don't have any notes. This is one of my most watched episodes. I could see that. It seems to stand out like kind of on its own. Mm-hmm. Like this episode could be literally anywhere mm-hmm. on Voyager. It could be season two. It could be season seven. Well, anywhere in between. I was, I was actually saying while we were watching it together that this is weird that they're doing it in season two because all of this stuff is too fresh in my mind. Mm-hmm. This could be a season four episode because yeah. you do like, oh, yeah, that is right. Harry Kim did try to get bamboozled by Quark. And yeah, yeah, because they mention it later in the episode. So I feel it's too soon. That would be my only gripe about this episode was right. it's too soon. Yeah. And like, you know, we were saying because I thought the same thing. I thought it was like a fifth season episode or something. But to be fair, anybody who's watching it originally had like a year in between. Since they originally thank saw God it. for that because I mean <laughs> yeah. I could really use a year between Voyager episodes sometimes because it's just <laughs> so hard to watch. Well, see again though, this is one of the better episodes. It is. That, that, it is. It is. It I is. think it's better because it's... it was after a terrible episode. That's also true. It was well, also after the worst reviewed episode in the history of Dork Trek. Is that a fact? I believe so. I mean, Jenny gave well, it a 0.5. And I gave it a 1 and then took it to a 0.5. Yeah, so we mm-hmm. have 2.5s. I gave it the highest score. And I think I gave it like a 4. Yeah. That's how low the was bar terrible. was. It was awful. Yeah. So when you compare it to that, this one's like not bad. Yep. This one's like, I mean, Citizen Kane. <laughs> right? like, this is like Rathacon <laughs> compared to last week. See, that was one of the things like early on when we started Voyager episodes and I was rating them, you know, pretty high. It was the reverse of what I was doing with DS9, where with DS9, 
I always tried to like early on do kind of mid-level scores because it's like, yeah, y'all think this is good. It's going to get so much better. And it did. With Voyager, though, I started out pretty high because it wasn't that good. Well, bad things are coming. (laughs) I need to save my ones. You just don't know. Again, you don't have like a limited number. You can hand out as many ones as you want. Right, but I'm just trying to like There's no quotas here. It's not like I don't want to use up all my ones. I could do the whole thing ones. Really? You can do every Voyager episode of one? I'm just saying, but we could. Yes. There's not not a limit. I'm just saying in comparison. Right. I know what the the worst is. You want to give yourself room to go lower. Right. So in comparison. (laughs) So are we going to be able to go lower than last week? I believe so. Wow. I don't think so. I think there is another episode or two. That will match the level of, are you fucking kidding? I'm ready to give out zeros. Damn, son. Zero point zero. <laughs> That's hardcore. That, that trigger, you're just like, just wait. You're just like, well, I'm ready. Well, while we were watching the episode today, and this was a good episode. This was like. It was. If, if, if I'm not going to, I guess I'll just give my score now. It doesn't matter because I'll go, I'll probably change it by the time we get there. But I'm going to say it was like a six. Like it was a good episode. Yeah. Yeah. It, here's my thing is because we used to have the TNG thing. Yeah, it was an episode. It was an episode. And that's a five. Yeah, that's exactly but right. But this was a better than average yeah. episode. Yeah, and I think this is also better because the last one we watched was so bad. A little I bit. I mean, of it A&B. gets bonus points just for not having Neelix, true. like we were saying earlier. Which, that's true. So I'm I'm already at a seven. Then. Yeah. Wow, that's saying something. That's that's pushing it. But we were yeah, that is pushing <laughs> it a little bit. I mean, six five. I could give it a six five. But I was saying privately before we started recording. Are we not going to really enjoy Star Trek again until we get to TOS? Because we're going to finish this, mm-hmm. then we're going to do Enterprise, mm-hmm. and then we're doing the original series. Like, are we not going to really enjoy Trek again until we get to the original series? I don't know. I have to find something to enjoy about it. Maybe I'll just watch See, DS9 it, along with it and keep myself going. <laughs> but if anything, wouldn't that make it worse? wouldn't that be like going to like let's say you were cheating on your man or woman or whomever you were cheating on your non-binary and you went to see your ex-boyfriend or girlfriend or whoever and they were just fucking laying the pipe and then you go home and you got some shriveled dick loser yeah but like trying to romance you that's that's like keeping me going back to dick rather than completely just I'm going to change teams. Okay, all right. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Because <laughs> I need I need DS9. I need that deep dick nine yeah. to keep me going. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, so the thing is, is that like we kind of talked about last week, we brought this up. I've been jumping ahead. Mm-hmm. Like I'll get like recommendations for clips on YouTube. Okay. I'll see the clips and I'm like, I don't remember that episode. Hold on. And then I'll go you know, watch it. Yes. And it's from like fifth season or sixth season of Voyager. And I'm like, okay, that, that was a pretty good episode. Okay. And again, maybe it's in comparison to these early episodes, but I think Voyager get much like every other show that we've watched. Voyager gets better after the third or fourth season. But it feels like right now, this it, is, 
but it feels like right now this is the lowest it's been. And I don't want to, I, I don't mm. want to harp on what we did last week because it was really bad. Yeah. But I feel like this is the lowest point of Trek we've ever been at because the episode yeah. before the Neelix episode wasn't great either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this episode is pretty good. And you were saying, Ben, um, off recording that. It's like, yep, you get one good one, and then you got to sit through three bad ones, yeah. and then you got three to it. five bad ones, and then you get a good one or two. What a ba- what a terrible ratio. We have so- Sarah Silverman coming up, really, in a couple of seasons. She's got really hairy arms. Not back then. What? Yeah, I'm sure, I imagine she always had hairy arms. I've and I shaved them back. And then. I love Sarah Silverman. Yeah, yeah. Jason Alexander's in it. In Voyager. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So and, was uh, the guy from uh, Saint Elsewhere. Mark Harmon. No. <laughs> the other one, uh, was sexiest a... man alive of 1986. <laughs> and we know no, the other one. We just googled it. It was freshly googled. <laughs> well, I think I said it before I, she googled it. So I'm just saying you did, but we wanted to make sure because you were in between. I was like, kind of 84, 85. Was it 86? I'm not really yeah. sure. So we just wanted to make sure for ourselves. So if anyone ever asks, like at a we party for or sure. something, like, hey, who was mm-hmm. the most sexiest man? I know them all, but 86. We can go. Oh, that was Mark Harmon. Not mm-hmm. Harry Hamlin. Not Harry Hamlin. That was 86. It was 87. Harry 87. Hamlin was 87. Yeah. yeah. 87. Then Mel Gibson was 85. Mm-hmm. And he's won the award multiple times. Yes. Wasn't Jean-Luc Picard the sexiest man? I don't know if he's ever made it. Should have been. I, I, so I don't know if Sir Patrick's made I, it to I, the list. I'll check right Should have been. Because they usually keep that pretty young. Hey, Google. Was Patrick Stewart ever... People Google. magazine sexiest man. That's okay. all. That's all. Thanks. He's the winner. Hey Google, who was People Magazine's 1994 sexiest man alive? Hey Google. Who was 1994 Sexiest Man Alive People Magazine? Ah! Good for him. So they didn't pick a 1994 Sexiest Man Alive. Drama. And he was retroactively named. Calm down. Stop talking about Keanu, bitch. <laughs> okay. Thanks. I'm trying to Calm find. Down. Here's a look at every sexiest man alive hey, since Google 1985. Canceled. Okay, I'm going to go through this list. All right, since 1985. Since 85. Cancel. 2017, Blake Shelton. Ugh. Oh, you're going backwards. I'm going backwards. 2016, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Okay. Okay. 2015, David Beckham, which is weird because he's a British it's, soccer guy. It's kind of late for him, is it? Yeah, I, I would have gotten so. it earlier. 2014, Chris Hemsworth. Okay. All 2013, right. Adam Levine. Ugh. Not a fan. 2012, Channing Tatum. I don't agree, but I get it. 11, Bradley Cooper. I get it. You're right. 2010, Ryan Reynolds. And I remember this was when Manny was big on Ryan Reynolds. Remember that? Mm, like he used yeah. to love Ryan Reynolds. 2009 Johnny Depp. Mm. 
2008. Again, a little late for Johnny Depp. Yeah, I, I thought think. he he could have won like multiple 90 times. Or yeah. something. Yeah, he, that might be his comeback. 2008, Hugh Jackman. Okay. 2007, Matt Damon. Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. 2006, and I honestly believe he could win every time. Um, George Clooney. Again, this is going to be a. He's a, been in there before. Yeah, he got. But it, like, like I also love the picture they use of George Clooney because he's wearing a a crown and a sash. And the crown, wow. the sash says "sexiest man alive." Nice. <laughs> because George Clooney has a really great sense of humor. He does. Uh, Matthew McConaughey, two thousand five, two thousand four, a balding Jude Law because he's balding. Yeah. Even in two thousand four, so balding. Nice. In two thousand four, uh, Johnny Depp in two thousand three. Okay. Again. Ben Affleck, two thousand two. Hmm. Pierce Bronson, two thousand one. That seems a little late for him, but okay. Okay. Brad Pitt, 2000. Richard Gere, 99. Harrison wow. Ford, 98. George Clooney again in 97. Yep. Denzel Washington, 96. Brad Pitt, 95. Keanu Reeves, 94. Richard Gere and Cindy Crawford in 1993. Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte? Yeah. That's a weird one. What? I guess that was Prince of Tides. Oh. I imagine that was probably Prince of Tides, Nick Nolte. Patrick Swayze. Whoa, that's a good one. In 90, 91, 91, 90, Tom Cruise, 89, 89, Clooney, Sean Connery. What? In My. 1989. Okay. Because I guess he had, in 89, he had um, uh, uh, Indiana Jones, right? Wasn't that Indiana Jones? Uh, yeah. Yep, that was Last Crusade. Yeah. 1989 is 89. my favorite movie year. He was 59 years old in 1989. Wow. Sean Connery. Uh, 1988, John Kennedy Jr. Uh, yeah, I can see that. 87, Harry Hamlin. Yeah. Mark Harmon, 86. Mel mm -hmm. Gibson, 85. Because I think um, Idris Elba won in 2018, which ain't nobody going to argue with that because he's no. fine. He should win every year. So that's two characters from Thor that have been on there. Mm -hmm. Or two I actors from Thor. I'm sh I thought for sure Patrick Stewart was on that list somewhere. If Sean Connery can make it, anybody can. Yeah. Especially 50. Well, 59. Let's see. That was. So was that before or after The Rock? Oh, 89 was way before The Rock. Yeah. Yeah. It rock that was, was like, like 90, early 94. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's right. All right. Because I just saw the, the YouTube thing where they prove, you know, they quote proved that the character he played in the rock was actually james bond really Be oh like the fan theories and yeah shit? and so the dates all line up with if he would have gotten captured between you know this movie and this movie and then recaptured after this movie it, it, it all works out like fan theories are dumb well you hot can take you can say that, but this one works. <laughs> to be f yes, that's a really hot take, and I'm into it. Um, but I think it's fan theories that have kept the kept kept the internet and YouTube afloat. That's mm -hmm. true. Like outside of hardcore pornography, and mm -hmm. now like fantasy sports, mm -hmm. internet mm -hmm. like fan theories, especially this whole new everyone is Mephisto. Yeah. Okay. That. With so the, I don't with know the how Disney much television, of the Disney show. television you've I know, watched, but everyone can't be Mephisto, right? That's the thing. Well, no, it's not that everyone is; it's that every series is about to reveal him. 
Okay. Because but, it, it has but, to – the only person that can be – uh, the mysterious person in the wow. background. I would love if Owen be. Wilson wasn't. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm with that goddamn nose. <laughs> he's he's great, but not. But the thing is, I didn't watch WandaVision, but I, my favorite part of WandaVision mm-hmm. was every week looking at the this guy's Mephisto. This guy's Mephisto. There's Reed Richards. Notice, like, that was the whole series. No, if you notice, this has to be Reed Richards. She put her cup down next to the radio. Mephesto. In the same way she did in issue 274, yeah. <laughs> which is heavily featured in House of M. Mephesto. This is how they, this is, no, this is how they mm-hmm. introduced the mutants. Yeah, yeah, that's, you get Everyone that a lot was, too, yeah. It was a, this is how they introduced the mutants. It was a lot of, this is how they introduced the mutants. It was a lot of Mephesto. The island they went to in Captain America and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, in uh, Falcon and Winter yes. Soldier. Um, spoilers. Uh, but if do you, you read think they're the- doing shit like this just to keep the nerds like keeping these theories al- alive? Yes, there's they're just like seeding these little things. Yes. Like let's fuck with them some more. Yeah, the one that killed me was in I can guarantee it. WandaVision, <laughs> Good. Where they're like, oh, there's this. I know this aeronautical engineer that'll be able to you know help with so and so. And then for the entire week leading up to her meeting this aeronautical engineer. Well, obviously it's Reed Richards. He's the only. I'm like, yeah, 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 he's yeah, the yeah. only aeronautical engineer in the entire <laughs> Marvel, Marvel universe. universe. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. only one, yeah. and it's Reed mm-hmm. Richards. But that can't the, be anybody but that's else. That's the thing. It was all this is Reed Richards, Mephisto, and mutants. mutants. Yeah. Well, that light was red. Mephisto <laughs> is red. Mm. I don't know if you're aware House of them. Comes together. So. But yeah, um, so we watched the episode. Oh yeah, that's right. What? Star Trek. I don't even remember what it was called. Non sequitur. Much like what we just went on. That's true. Yes. <laughs> a non sequitur. This has uh, Harry Kim features most of Harry Kim. It's all Harry Kim in Paris. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like ha- they're the only main characters in like it, he, which he, is fine. He, he wakes up and he's on Earth with his girlfriend. Uh, Brandon Bega is a huge Twilight Zone fan. This was a Twilight Zone episode. Yes. Yeah. Because it seems like a lot of like the weird horror or like horror elemented Star Trek mm-hmm. or Twilight Zone esque Star Trek, where someone wakes up somewhere and they're not who they think they are or they're not in the situation they normally are in, mm-hmm. is always him. Like okay. he writes all those episodes. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Like to, at least to me, it seems like he's that's his wheelhouse. He he has that influence. Yeah. Right. He's a v- huge that's Twilight his Zone fan. Yeah. Because this is a Twilight Zone episode. Harry Kim yeah. wakes up, and he's like, where the hell am I? He's with his girlfriend, who is, I'm saying Harry Kim is punching way above his weight here. Yeah. Because yeah. she's pretty hot, right? I'm thinking he's kind of nerdy on the ship. Yeah, we, he's a, come to expect lovable Harry Kim. Oh, to, golly gee willikers. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, that's, and I think, Jenny, you, you used the term 90s hot. And, yeah. Because I was saying 80s hot, but I think you're more correct with 90s hot. I could see her on... Like if there was a, a TV show, like and they Melrose needed... Place, she's like the next door neighbor. She's not like a top level character. She's just right. the next door neighbor. I feel you on that. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. That's a that's really a good, good analogy. Yeah. Like she's not Heather Locklear, right? She's the Heather Locklear's friend. 
Yeah, she yeah. went shopping with her once. Yeah, yeah but she yeah. still has to have a certain level of hot. Yeah, she's still right. cute. You don't hang out with Heather Locklear. Yeah, I don't get to hang out with Heather Locklear. But she's clearly I, the she's the wing girl. She's the wingman mm-hmm. for Heather Locklear. Yeah, like after she meets Billy oh and comes back over, Billy's such a jerk. And then the founder, I told you that Billy wasn't very nice. He's just not a nice guy. You know, that's that's. Cam's girlfriend is that he's not mm-hmm. a nice guy. So I told you that. Just to go on a non, another non sequitur. Which fits the episode. Of, one of the weirdest times in my life was right after boot camp when we were, you know, in the Navy, you go to boot camp and then if you have a school, you go to like, it's called an A school. It's the next, it's where you learn your job, yes. the job you're going to do. In yeah, the yeah, yeah. Not the basic shit, just the, yeah. this is your actual job. And so. I most of the guys who I was like in my mid twenties when I came in. Most of the guys I came in with were like you know eighteen, 18 nineteen. Yeah, we get to A school. We've known each other now for you know three months. What did you go to A school for? I was a data systems technician. Ooh, fancy. Doesn't exist anymore. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they blended us into other stuff. Okay. Um. So every week though, everybody we would order pizza and everybody would gather and. Uh, my roommate Randy and I, they would all come over to our room. This did, gr- there were a group of like seven of us did, that had been together since day one. You jerk each other off? And then we would watch Melrose Place or 90210. Ooh. And, jerking each other off. And that was just like, <laughs> no, that was after. Now, but, what did you prefer, Melrose or 90210? Melrose. Okay. Yeah. But it was weird for me because that was the only time I've been into that like pop culture type thing at that time because mm-hmm. before that it was all star trek i all think the time. that would be a fun show to go back and watch and review really like watching melrose place or 902 and yeah, would be so dated would probably yeah but i think that's part of the fun yeah. of it like the nostalgia purpose of it huh. i don't know you know maybe i'm just saying i think that would be a fun show to review because it's at this point now it's it was part of all like all of our existences yeah. i remember mm-hmm. watching 902 and 0 and it was the whole Somebody this week on night someone dies. Someone dies, and like it's a main character. Like, wow, a main character is going to die. Like, how is this going to happen? And it was the show. It was David Silver's friend. Yeah, David Silver's doofy friend who we met in episode one. The stupid gun episode. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When David (laughs) David Silva became the the popular kid, and then he still had his doofy friend. They had a party. Got to get rid of him. Yeah, he shot himself. We're going to Optimus Prime his ass. Yeah, he shot himself with the gun, and I was like, "Come on, man! They said somebody important was going to die. Not that doofus. Like I was important. Yeah, he stinks. I was meant to be a main character, but now they're going to kiss me off the show. Yep, and he died. But um, but this this episode. Harry Kim wakes up with his girlfriend, who we looked it up on Wikipedia, was the runaway from Bon Jovi's video, Runaway. She was the girl. Mm. Did not know that. I, we looked it and up on Wikipedia. Up. Oh, she's my little runaway. Yep. It's a great song. She she's the girl. Uh, on a TNG episode. Yes. She was Worf's daughter? Or oh, on no. War- she was, uh, the, it was the planet where the Romulans had a prison planet. Yes. And the Klingons. And then I guess it had. They'd started interbreeding. Yeah, because Worf, Worf got there because he heard his dad was alive. Yeah. And Worf shows up and he's pissed off that they didn't die. Yeah. Like, that's going to suck. You're living in a prison camp and Worf's like, how come you're all not dead? <laughs> like, <laughs> you have no honor. You have no honor. Like, motherfucker, we've been held up in this place for 20 years and now we all fucking. Yeah. Like, it could be worse. School book yeah, yeah, exactly. So um so yeah so she was in that episode too and mm-hmm. they she's a bunch pretty much any 
she's like character of the week on yeah. a ton of shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The hairy kid is just trying to figure out why he's here. Yeah, this That's... is all simulation. Yeah, it's a, a temporal. Like he's asking the computer, "Is there any temporal 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 anomalies?" Because he didn't get his trip on Voyager. He didn't get stationed on Voyager. He got stationed in like a research lab. Well, yeah, he he had applied for Voyager, got denied. I can see and why. applied for engineering, for Starfleet engineering, research and engineering or something. And then they're like, yeah, sure, whatever. And then his best friend from the Academy got stationed on yes. Voyager. Yeah. So he didn't, and Voyager still got lost. Yeah. He's just not lost because he didn't, he never got on the ship. Right. But now mm-hmm. he doesn't know why. Yeah. It's like, so, so he's, this is up. all just him dealing with rejection. Like, why didn't they want me? Why didn't why they take they me? Why didn't they love me? Exactly. So here's the thing. He has to think about the when, you know, because eventually, because this is episodic television, everything goes back to normal at the end of the episode. Yes. He now has to look at the captain every week and wonder, why, was, why wasn't I good enough in that? There's a chance that I wasn't good enough for you. Why? Yeah. He's like all Will Smith at that, ep, you know, end of the episode. <laughs> and Tuvok has to hug him. It's all right. Why, why wasn't I good enough, yeah. Uncle Tuvok? Why wasn't I good enough? Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was one of those, (laughs) one of those things. So he doesn't get on the ship. So he's doing all this cool research. So he's got to like brief the admirals on this cool design. But before he does that, he, he walks through downtown San Francisco, the mission mission district, district. and he swings by a place and this guy comes out. Can we stop though? Yes. The, the apartment that he has as an ensign with a view of the bridge. So yeah. I know where, I mean, I've been to San Francisco a couple of times now because Star Trek. Yes. And I always and make a you're point. Gay. Well, a little A, a little B. <laughs> um, that's more, anyway. Um, <laughs> so, you know, you, as a Star Trek fan, when you're in San Francisco, you try to find. All the places, all of course. Places. Yeah. And I have a map that I've, I've kept since now, I was 12. Now, does San Francisco indulge you in that? Like, do they say, like, oh, this is where no. so-and-so. You think There's they no would do that? There's no Star Trek tours? Yeah, you think there but would be a Star Trek tour? I think that sounds like a money-making opportunity yeah, for you, Ben. Me too. You would think. Try to get funding. But anyway, do, do yeah, do a Kickstarter. I'm doing a Kickstarter right now for a book. TheDustPirates.com. Go to TheDustPirates.com and back our book. Thank Check you. It out. I was going to back it because you were like, who's going to be number 300? And I'm like, ooh, me. You're going to wait till 300? We're oh, not no. that high yet. We're only at 183. Somebody was going to, you said who's going to be number three, who's going to be 300? Oh, we haven't you, got that far yet. Oh. Well, you were saying something. Maybe I, I misread. I, I tweet so much about that stupid <laughs> thing. I didn't. I didn't want to. I just I, say a lot of shit. Yeah. I wanted to come in at, at, at like this. You want to be the hero that saves the, the day. That saves the day. You and can if, save if, the day. Then. If I can't, then I'm just like, nah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I've got this fifteen hundred dollars. I got to do something with. But if I can't be three hundred, fuck it. Damn it! I'll make it three hundred. <laughs> oh, so I'll sw- sneak in and swipe it at the last second. Yeah, buddy. You would. <laughs> I absolutely would. <laughs> so. There and if it does it just right, they still get my money, and then yeah. it pops up three hundred one. And then that'll be a bummer. Three hundred one's a cool number, though. It is. Well, if I could be forty-seven, which I can't. You can't. But you're way past, past that one. Yeah. So that's good, though. Yeah, it's good for us. Yes. But um, so I I I go around San Francisco. I recommend the red bus tours. If you're most cities, historic cities or whatever, have the red bus tours. And they're really cool because there's several of them. They're running the same Why not tour. do a Red Bus Star Trek tour? I 
well because this thing hits most of the places okay 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 but the thing but with the, the they, but they don't tell you the cool star trek stuff the double deckers yes and so you're up on top in the open air so yeah i like being warm. on top and you're you're it's too much work <laughs> and you're going through just let me lay here and um <laughs> like a dead fish yeah Lord, well anyway um somebody's name you did i think I'm a... <laughs> no not me but that was the thing in high school there was a certain individual that had the reputation of being a dead fish and, oh and I, I don't want to say the young lady's name now because i think well, you did no i almost did so right. let's just bleep name. it out ready bleep. Sure. I, said her, I said her I'm first pretty name. sure you did I, so, you didn't say I, you didn't say the last name, but you, I didn't say I, the. Uh, yeah, I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a common name yeah. in the eighties yeah. in my generation. Yeah. But mm -hmm. she, and I, she's not a young lady now. She's she's at least fifty. She's probably dead. She might be. That's a lot of butter down. She was a lot of, <laughs> dead fish. So anyway, though, I know where this part of town where his apartment is, and even that, we were talking about this. You know, yeah, real yeah. estate now is it's is crazy, outrageous. But if he's He's sitting here with a view of the Transamerica building. Yes, which is weird that it's still there. Right. Well, in every I don't know if it's in the Jar Jar Abrams version of Trek. Okay. Because they have a whole different downtown look. Yeah. We've seen. But you've got the bridge, right? And um, it's like, how does an ensign, how does an ensign live here? Money yeah. is money's uh, irrelevant in the future. It's true. Yeah, but you know, it's just like like we said. What if ten people want to live here? It's just like how, how does that then work out? You fight to the death. And even though it's a loft, dun, 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 so it was, it was dun, just the dun, one dun, room in a bathroom. <laughs> it had the open format. Now, he, now here's my question, and Ben, you said this too that a lot of the episode is is just reused footage. This had to be a save money episode mm -hmm. because there's Two footage stars. from Star Trek six there's footage from star trek four there's footage from star trek the next generation three there's next generation um there's the uh geez there's just so i mean and most of the sets like when he goes to marseille france yeah that's the set that they already built for the with holiday the bar, episodes yeah, yeah, with the yeah, bar yeah. and stuff that yeah. where tom used to hang out yeah. so there's just all this reused stuff now when they go back to do picard because Picard takes place after Voyager, 20 years after Voyager or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, do they use, do they look, I wonder if they go back and say, okay, this is what Starfleet Academy looks like. This is what the Starfleet yeah. headquarters looks like. Let's try to model it after that. Or does it, it changes it every time? Yeah. I would like to see a more consistent look. I think that would be cool. You know, like, say like, okay, this is the footage we have from the episode, but I guess all those episodes well, have changed too, so it's very hard to right. keep a consistent look. And that was the thing is, since they were reusing footage mm -hmm. up until the end of Enterprise. Yeah, because I mean that's the thing. So from the beginning of TNG until the end of end of Enterprise, it's pretty consistent. I that imagine. was one. That's its own thing. Yeah, TOS is its own thing. TNG through Enterprise is its own thing. And now and then now Discovery through Strange New Worlds is gonna be its own thing. Yeah. And there's they're consistent within themselves. Okay, that makes sense. And if you just stop being a fucking crybaby ass on the internet. Yeah, that's hard. And and just accept that, okay, look, here's this period and it works. It You're does telling work. other You're people to stop being a crybaby. Yeah, ass think about that when I'm telling people. Yeah. That's we're really coming. We've come such a long way in this episode. Four hundred episodes. Listen to Ben. Listen to Ben, Jenny. Right. I'm just. You gotta stop being such a 
bitch about it. Ben originally. This if you is go, why people don't like Star Trek nerds. But if you go, but I like Ben's attitude though, because if you go back and you listen to the beginning of yeah. Dork Trek, Ben was the flip the table over continuity yeah. man. Ben was the person that we feared as a podcast. Yeah. I did a I did a signing yesterday. I went to Raleigh, North Carolina to this wonderful comic shop called uh, Ultimate Comics, and it was super fun, and we met a lot of awesome people. And the owner of the store is a fella named Dan, super nice guy. Uh, Dan has an encyclopedic knowledge of Marvel continuity and history. Mm -hmm. And we were talking, and he was like, well, have you ever thought about, like, would you like to write for the big two like would that be something that you would aspire to do like how do you keep your character's voice the same when you're doing that like when you're writing like how do you keep characters voices and i think you would do a good job with that and i said to be honest with you the idea of writing for a big two character scares the shit out of me yeah i said because i love comics i do i love mm -hmm. comics so much i love ben Grimm, but yeah. i can't tell you what ben Grimm did in episode in issue 242 of the fantastic four so, i can't tell you the exact dialogue he said to 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 read that was awesome i can't do that i've heard and this would have been pre-internet days mm -hmm. a friend of a friend who worked at marvel uh -huh. not in a high position but just you know worked enough that he was in the building he was there where the guys are doing the art. okay the bullpen if you will whenever they would do you know, for the guys who actually worked in the office, whenever okay. they would have a question, you had people whose job it was to try to keep continuity. Oh, okay. And mm. they would go to, like, their version of the stacks or whatever. I've heard that there's, like, a drum that just with, like, years worth of comics. And you flip through to get to the, oh, this was issue 46, volume 2. Okay. And, wow. no, no. He was wearing this costume during that. So if okay. you do a flashback, you need to make sure you... Do I imagine they do that now digitally. Like, you well, can yeah, just do all that mm -hmm. online. Yeah, so but, I would think it's all digital now and a lot easier yeah, to research stuff yeah. like that. But somebody, even then, though, somebody has to go through and get all the metadata. Yeah. And, and like, yeah. tag all that yeah. stuff. So Probably, like, transcribe it, it or yeah. OCR yeah. or whatever. But it's just one of those things to me that just seems so daunting because yeah. there are people who are just waiting for a creator I don't or even a writer write star trek fan fiction which i think you'd be fantastic at. and i don't because of the same reason yeah there's it's, just so much continuity that i lose all of my credibility yeah and it's just like that's not right you're just waiting for something oh, that's not mr. right mr technology expert over <laughs> here happens to not remember episode 37. do you think there's like an aspect of uh like you're too close to it and you're like there's afraid a, yeah. that you would like i would my episode would be three hours <laughs> ben you realize this is a 42 minute show what? look what do you want me to cut okay <laughs> what do you want me to cut because for them to get that this is happening we have to reference that that happened <laughs> without an uh, intimate knowledge of the transporter accident from enemy within <laughs> you don't understand what he's talking about when he's standing at the guardian of forever and he meets with the the, the older version of janice rand and I will say that I even felt some of that running a game, running a Star Trek game, mm -hmm. like just a role playing game. I was like, OK, we have to make this There's a lot of pressure, have to make it trekky. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. if you're just making up your own shit, then that's fine. Yeah. But if you're in a universe, like you feel like you have to make it trekky. So the guy that's what I told him. I was like, I don't know, man, because I don't have your knowledge like that. Yeah. I know what Ben, ben Grimm is from Yancey Street. 
Yeah. He's got an on Petunia. He's kind of Jewy. He's got blue eyes. He's a Jewish fella. Yeah. Um, I can tell you what his, I can tell you his characteristics. He's, t- you know, he's tough, but lovable and kind of thin skinned. Yeah. You know, but I couldn't tell you what he said in, epi- in issue 300 and four. Yeah. But there's somebody out there who can. Yeah. And that shit just frightens the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. But whatever. But yeah, so we got off the track. That's a non sequitur. It's a non sequitur. <laughs> My God, this episode is contagious. But um, but yeah, so Harry Kim's doing his thing, and he's and he's researching. Once we well, he meets the guy, the young man, the oh, older fellow with the who Cosimo. looks like a cobbler. He's well, like a I mean, shoe. He, he makes he, shoes he, and coffee. Key. He's yeah. a shopkeeper. But why does he have to look like a 1940s butcher? Like, that's the thing. He's cosplaying. Yeah, but we're in the 24th century, and yeah, he looks like remember, a 1940s was, was butcher. He's dressed town. like my grandfather from 1950. He's it's got old, the old vest town. on. He's got the, 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 <laughs> the, the high apron. The high I apron. mean, we can go up to Williamsburg right now, and there's people dressed like 300 years ago. That's true. That's what he's doing. It's true. Because they have the, the, the Old Town City Fest. Yeah. That's what this is. It's, it's but so he's like, oh, Harry, how's it going? You got that big meeting today, huh? It's going to go. Here's your coffee. Here's your coffee. It's gonna, you're going to do really great with your meeting. It's going to be wonderful. You think at this point he could have, like, warned him? Like, hey, are you feeling okay? Do you sure you want to go to that meeting today? You got your notes. Seem a little you... off. Yeah, make sure you take your notes. You usually keep that in this drawer of your desk or something, you know. Or Yeah. Give him some kind of fucking heads up because, you know, as we find out later, he knows what the fuck's going on. Yeah. yeah. But Harry has no idea what's happening because yeah. he's like, why am I not on Voyager? This is so, why am I not on Voyager? Yeah. So he goes to the to the, the briefing with the admirals and captains and yeah. all kinds of and people. fucks up the meeting because totally he's, he's not prepared. Totally shits the bed. Yeah. And and the guy gives, and the worst part about it is too, the fella in the yellow u- uniform gives Harry this big introduction. Yeah. He's one the, of the finest engineers to come from Starfleet Academy. He's a rising star. Setting him up. All this Setting stuff. the bar high. And he does what I want to do now. <laughs> I'm going to try this. We need to postpone the meeting. I do not feel well. I'm very sick. I'm, I'm very Ill. Ill. Yes. And he says, well, I'm not going to be back for three weeks, so blah, 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 and leaves. And I'm thinking, okay, that gives me three weeks yeah, to right. figure out what the fuck's yeah. going on. And then the other guy says, you better be dying. And then Harry Kim leaves, and then he runs back into the... He goes to his office. Yeah, he goes back to his office and tries I like to... how he looks at the schematics, and he's like, oh, that must be pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes back and accesses his, it was the smart. his service records and sees he doesn't get on Voyager. That's yeah. when he accesses he his service out. records. And he's still freaking out, like, what's happening? What's going on here? Why did I not get on Voyager? Voyager's gone. This is weird. And then he figures out where Paris is. Well, right? no. No. Then he goes home. Yeah. And his girlfriend. Bangs it out with his yeah, he, girlfriend. And his girlfriend have sex, which is surprising to me because Harry Kim doesn't seem like a sex before marriage kind of guy. Well, you know, I well, think he's going to turn it down. This is those sex before marriage because it's his fiance. Yeah, but they're not married yet. A Harry yeah, Kim doesn't seem like that kind of guy. Yes, but it's, it's not. It's not some chick that he met. In Harry Kim doesn't seem like the kind of guy. I bet Harry Kim put it in her butt because they're saving themselves for marriage. Because there are those <laughs> kinds of people. Like, oh, we didn't do it in it's the mutual va- masturbation. Yeah, we didn't do it in the vagina until after I, we got married, but we did it in the butt before that. I wasn't that's aware okay. of this until I got more Christian friends. 
Yeah, it's a thing. It, like the Christian friends I did have were like pre ninety five uh-huh. Christian friends that I grew up with, mm-hmm. and they were one thing. But then when I started making like friends who grew up very Christian post ninety five, uh-huh. and I found out about this whole abstinence thing, yeah, and the way that the kids because kids will always come up with workarounds. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. And, loopholes and i think they got it from the stand it is, yes. yeah, i believe it's i think they got it from the stand <laughs> the movie the the, 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 the TV, book the series okay. or maybe the book but because remember the character that was going to be the bride of uh yes flag or whatever and she hooked up with the nerdy guy mm-hmm. as a way for the devil to influence well, flag to in- influence him but she had to save herself for randall flag mm-hmm. so Nerd boy could only do it in the butt with her. Is this this is Stan Cannon? Yeah, really? Yeah. Wow. I think they changed it on TV. I think it was like insinuated that it yeah. was oral. Yeah. But that in the book, I recall. Yeah. I, I'm ninety percent sure I'm recalling this correctly. I, I forgot that. about it until you mentioned it, but that sounds very familiar. And so, yeah. Anyway, so there was a certain sect or generation <laughs> of hyper. Christian abstinence only kids that were like, oh, no sex before marriage. And then they were all about the oral and the butt. And now everybody eats ass. And now Which is so weird to me. That's there was a stretch in my life in like 2003, 2004, where I felt like September I, was, 2003 I was the only person in the world who did that. And I would ask people like when I was real drunk and annoying and like I'd meet somebody who was like, you eat ass? And they'd be like, gross, no. But now everybody does it. <laughs> I remember specifically asking somebody, a friend of mine, he was talking to me about something about chicks. And he's like, that girl's real hot. I was like, would you eat her ass? And he's like, God, oh, no, that's disgusting. Yeah. I was like, I would. And he's like, oh, my God, that's <laughs> awful. I can't believe you do that. Now everybody does it. Right. You're a hipster. See, I, yeah. I, I, I No, I was time. doing this in 2003. Like, I'm old school. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're like you ahead doing of your it time. Yeah. Like, I would, yeah, always. You were eating ass before it was cool. Yeah. Like, when I was <laughs> well, doing it, people yeah, was, thought it was, it was gross. <laughs> like, wow. See, I mean, we, there used to be the saying that, we, I mean, and God, I can't remember the first time I ever heard it, but, you know, she's whole, she's so hot, I'd eat the corn out of her shit. Yeah, that's gross. I'm not doing that. I'm just saying, but that's, like, the next step for me. Yeah, but I, I even remember, like, being down there as a kid and, like, starting up high and then just moving your way down. And then, but you would never go back up because that's gross. Well, yeah. But then you just go down well, and just stay there and just was, see if you can get away with it. What was, I guess it was Kevin Smith movies was the first time I ever heard you, you, you could go front to back, but not back to front. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same thing with mm-hmm. you can start up high uh-huh. and then move down low and then just stay there. Just to, again, just to see if you can get away with it and just to hear what the noise sounds like because you start up high and then you move down low and then if you hear like, oh, then you're like, okay, I'm, I'm good. We can, we can do this. Okay. If, if you're like, ugh, then you know you got to stop. Gotcha. Yeah, that's just, yeah. So, I mean, and you've come away with the brown nose with this? Or? Yeah, whatever. Okay. I don't mind. <laughs> no, I mean, I've, I've, I've had that experience yeah, and I mean, it was uh, yeah. the, the first time is a little, uh, I remember, yeah. You that's go to, a, you know, go to the bathroom to clean up and I look in the face and, and there's like, and I'm like, well, that's, nah, that's that never happened. happened to me. I mean, no, that's, I think uh, now, nah, cause I think maybe exactly. with the boys, but see yeah. again, boys have hairier butts. Can't smell. That's true. <laughs> that would be, 
then I'd be a little. That's leery. when I'm like, this is a dangerous thing, yeah, and I'm for not going to do it anymore. But yeah, it's, but too, it it's like everybody showers first. Yeah. <laughs> now when? <do> you... <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. Ben is belly laughing at his own joke. I love it. Like it's, and Jenny's dying. <laughs> like how the moral of the story was. Well, it's because I can't smell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, the moral of the story is everybody showers first. Yeah, everybody should shower. Yeah, because that's not something you want to do like after a long yeah, day of work. Not Taco Bell. Yeah, but it, well, I Taco Bell's fine. But no, you can always just be me, like, no, yeah, not. after the shower, you mess around. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. But yeah, it is. Everybody does it now. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, it's a yeah. thing. It's a thing. I'm not a fan. I don't think Harry Kim does. Harry Kim doesn't eat ass. Harry yeah. Kim does. He's never had a brown nose. Now, who on Voyager eats ass? Paris, for sure. I agree. Torres, Oddly. for sure. Tuvok. That's very logical. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's logical. If she receives pleasure from it, that I would do it. Like, it's just completely just like the first time somebody from the ship found out, they were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so. Paris is unanimous. Mm-hmm. Torres? Does Torres eat yeah, ass? Yeah, I think so. Because there's no uh, there's honor in eating ass, I think. Yeah. That's I, where I you... Okay, so I think Janeway doesn't, but she will let someone. Yes. It's okay. She receives. She doesn't All right. return. All right. I mean, she'll do other things, but she's not going to do that. Okay. They, cause this, yeah, because, yeah. I don't think Chakotay does. No. He seems too, mm-hmm. he seems too uptight. No. He's very uptight. His, his people frowned on that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's very uptight. Chakotay is very uptight. I think he's stoic. I feel like he has some other secret fetishes, though, that we, oh, we haven't yeah, discovered that, yet. That you're like, oh, you'll do that, but you won't eat ass. <laughs> yeah. He's super into feet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking there's some, like, bondage or something All going right. on with him. Okay. I could see that. Um, Cass, no. Mm-mm. Neelix, mm-hmm. no. What, uh, maybe Neelix. No. You don't mm-hmm. think so? No, he, he 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 doesn't care about the other person. Yeah, <laughs> good true. point. Good point. Good point. And it's hard to get there with the diaper. <laughs> I was I was. If you didn't go there, I was. <laughs> I I was just like trying to think: is it gonna be pamper? Or is it gonna be diaper? <laughs> oh. So then, who's left? Uh, Kim. So Kim, no. Paris, yes. Torres, yes. Um, Cass, no. Jalex no, Janeway no receives not gives. Yeah, and then there's we're missing the uh, I guess the doctor. The doctor, the doctor. he can't because he's well, light. He can. He's light. He wouldn't though. I don't think he's into them. I I think the hygienic side of it. He's he's a little too. See now, if mm-hmm. when you talked about somebody being into bondage, I see the doctor as being someone into bondage. Like I can see that he's got like a twisted sense of. The kind of pleasure that he would enjoy, like torturing someone. So maybe that's he and Chicote on the holodeck. Thing. Maybe mm-hmm. that could be a thing. Maybe in Viking times. Maybe, <laughs> maybe on <laughs> Deep Space Nine. For We're eat- just giving you uh, things to write about in fan fiction. Yeah. Go for it. Deep Space Nine people who eat ass. Um, uh, Cisco, Cisco, yes. I think Cisco. Yeah. Cisco, oh, uh, yeah. Cisco is all about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like I just got a picture of him just. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think he's probably the freakiest person in all of Trek. 
Yeah, think I that's think Odo. Sexually, I think I think sexually, I think it's Odo turned into the physical manifestation of a golden shower. Yeah, that's true. And just rained down upon her. Yeah. I even think for my money, Cisco is more freaky than Riker. I, yeah, I know the actors hang out. Yeah. So I so I'm trying now. I think that could be true. Yeah. Because just think of some of those insane. Just think of some of those looks that Cisco used to do. Yeah. Like, like, like there's something about Riker that he's still kind of like tantalized when somebody says something kind of freaky to him. He's like, oh, I hadn't thought about. That. Oh, okay. Hmm. Cisco's thought of everything. Yeah. He's done everything. There's one episode that I'm thinking of in particular where he mentions, like, he's talking to someone about having sex, and like he visibly goes like, mm. like he gets, <laughs> like you can see him just go, yes, like he's a freak. Yes. I like to think that Quark is a freak. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I think Quark wants his ass eaten, but won't eat anybody. Oh no, else's. I think he will. I don't think he. No, not to me. I don't think so. Mm. I don't because he wouldn't Rom. do that. I think Rom's just he, Rom's just a giver, like because Rom would give someone anything that he had. Okay. He's so caring and kind okay. that if someone was like, "Eat my ass," Rom would be like, "Yeah, sure. If that's what you want, then I'm doing it." Right? Yeah. I think O'Brien would. No, he would. Ke- no way. Keiko doesn't let him. No way. O'Brien. I can't see O'Brien doing that. Only he, with Julian. He's a stick in the mud. He's a scared. There's no way he O'Brien does it missionary through a sheet, because <laughs> that's not what good Catholic Irish people do. They don't do stuff like that. How do you end up with all those kids? That's just because, yeah, exactly. Okay. Because it's only vaginal. Okay. He doesn't do oral. He doesn't do a nothing. He's just straight. Mm-hmm. Like I'm putting it in. I'm gonna nut, and you are gonna have kids. Hmm. O'Brien, I think Julian absolutely not either. Really, I think he's scared. I think Julian talks about it a lot. Okay, like Julian would be like, "I will eat the shit out of that ass," and then he it's like, "I'm not doing that." Like he gets nervous about it. What about the worm? Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I, I mm. what if it comes out and looks at me? Like he's very much like, "No, never." Now, um, uh, uh, Garrick, absolutely. Garrick, yeah. G- yeah, Garrick, Garrick loves it. Garrick does it so well that you give him state secrets. <laughs> <laughs> Garrick, yes. Uh, Wharf, no. Um, uh, Martog, all day. Dax. Mm-hmm. Dax, oh, yeah. That may have been how he lost the eye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dax, yes. Wait, Jedzia? Jedzia, yes. Other Dax, no. Okay. Because the other Dax is too, like, I don't know. But she remembers kinda... doing it. Though. Yeah, but she's not into it. She's like, I don't know. Yeah. It seems kind of weird. Okay. Curzon? Curzon, yeah. yeah. Curzon was all about Yeah, Curzon was yeah, all day, every day. Uh, Nerese. I think yes. I say Nerese, yes, too. Mm-hmm. I think that's everybody on. Mm-hmm. I don't want to think about Jake because I think about Jake as a kid. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. weird to me. And same thing with um, Nog. Nog. Because yeah. they're just kids. Yeah. Like, I don't. Yeah. Even though they were, you know. Much older. Much older at the end. I, I still. Mm-hmm. They're still the two little guys up on the promenade yeah and i yeah. and um ducat no but he demands his ass eaten just yes. as because it's like a power thing and then he kills you after yeah that. yeah 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 <laughs> and he doesn't shower before yeah no he's just mm. like do it now or you'll yeah. spend your life in the, in the salt mines yeah <laughs> 
I just rode a horse all day and took a massive dump. <laughs> um, yeah. TNG, Picard, no. Riker, definitely. I'm still waiting. Ben hasn't thought, because I'm saying Picard, no. I'm saying Picard, no. I'm okay, saying... Jenny, Picard, no. No. Okay. Riker, yes. Mm-hmm. Data. Hasn't thought about it, but once it's he, once he's introduced to it, he <laughs> would. Yes. I can see his head turk. Because he's... Huh. Anal. He wasn't programmed with that. Yes. But he can learn well, that program. Well, I think program. though the, he was fully functional and programmed in many... Ways of pleasure. Ways of pleasure. So mm-hmm. uh, he, he, the program's there. Yeah. He just has maybe access to the file. Right. Yeah. He doesn't know about it yet. Like, no one's at Yeah, that's exactly He's right. going to have a dream in the middle of the night and then catch Jordy in the turbo lift. <laughs> Jordy, no. Yeah. George, yeah, Jordy, LeVar no. LeVar Burton is like the modern-day Mr. Rogers. Hey, do you listen to so. his podcast, his LeVar Reads? Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. And he's my best friend, and we tweeted at each other. Oh, whatever. And I was, oh, well, because Stephanie and I were listening to it while the kids were gone. So I was, <laughs> this is God's honest. Maybe I'll do it for the Patreon. Mm-hmm. I went on, we were looking for a recipe for pancakes because I was really into the idea of eating pancakes. Mm-hmm. So I just went to all these food blogs, and I was reading the food blog in my best LeVar Burton, LeVar Reed's impersonation. Nice. And it was so much fun. I nice. think everyone should try it. It was wonderful. And I just craved pancakes. And I was just doing like this <laughs> LeVar Burton. It was so much fun to do. One of the most emotional experiences of my childhood. Well, not childhood, I guess. Early 20s. LeVar Burton, Reading Rainbow. The book was The Oxcart Man. And it was read by Lauren Green. Oh, that's cool. Before he passed away. That's awesome. Mm. And... I've only gone back to that one time and had the same emotional. That's thing. awesome. Because Lauren Green, I mean, Lauren Green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that voice. Yeah. But the LeVar Reads podcast is great. You should probably be listening to that right now as opposed to us discussing who in Star Trek castery eats ass. You know what this whole discussion was? What? Non sequitur. <laughs> it's true. Well, let's, fin- let's okay, finish, finish. finish TNG. So we have Picard, no, Riker, yes. Uh, data would would um, doesn't mm-hmm. have access to that program yet. Mm-hmm. He's got to talk to it <laughs> soon to give it to him. It's um, part of the emotion. Yeah, it is. Um, uh, Jordy, Jordy, no. Jordy, no. Um, Troy, no. No. There's not a lot of people who eat ass on mm-hmm. TNG. No, they're too uptight for it. Yeah, I would say mm-hmm. Worf, no. We already said Worf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He doesn't change this because yeah. he changed shows. Yeah, Worf, no. Yeah. Pulaski um, would. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pulaski used to, yeah, and that's how yeah, she got yeah, transferred yeah. to the Enterprise. <laughs> Pulaski prefers it. <laughs> um, uh, What's her name? The doctor, the other doctor. Oh, Crusher? Yeah. No. The yeah. Vulcan Doctor? Yes, because Who? apparently the, the Vulcan Doctor. So, uh, was it... God, what was her name? I it, forget. It's the same actress who played Warsaw. I know, Life. I know, I just don't remember. But I, I think it's real popular in Vulcan. Uh, is that the whole original, uh, the TNG cast? I think we can hit all the main ones, yeah. Yeah. And then original series, they all do. Yeah. To each other at war, at the same time. 
Because it's the 60s. It's a lot, it's of, 60s, yeah. lot different. Why do you think they got miniskirts? Yeah. <laughs> so they could just be chomping on butts. So there you go. That's... Mineral shaven. Yeah. This is how we keep our interest in Star Trek going through Voyager. Yeah. yeah. Talk about see. which characters eat ass. <laughs> and this was, this was all your fault because you brought it up, Jenny. We just ran with it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll make, a, we'll make a, a list and you guys can discuss it. But we can just say Harry Kim no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we we think no one on TNG except Riker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think that's that's a safe assumption. Yeah, I think well, so too. And again, Data would. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Maybe if he's out of the town with Riker. <laughs> Maybe Riker's gonna be like, no, no, watch. Let me show you. They're into it. And <laughs> all right. Like with your programming and that nose, you, you'll do well. <laughs> So we um we we keep going, and this is a, another problem of the episode that I think Ben and I were discussing. Harry Kim is trying to explain what's happening to him. Yeah, to the higher ups. It. Nobody believes it. Yeah, it's Star Trek. Yeah, this is one of the things I thought of as I was watching it too. Like, how many fucking weird things happen daily? Yeah. Well, here's temporal the thing. Napl- anomaly- anomalies happen like every week. Every just week, just a Voyager. Yeah, just a Voyager. Just, just a Voyager. Yeah. But how many times? Just yeah. to Deep Space Nine. Not to the, see. There's a theory out there, and I didn't mention this earlier, but there's a theory out there that Starfleet is pretty fucking boring. Yeah, shit doesn't happen, and the reason nobody knows how to react. Is because shit like this doesn't happen on the regular on Earth. Do they not report the back? Earth. Exactly. Well, they, they have do. to write reports. But, okay, I read about some shit. Yeah, versus, but it's, are you really possessed? Yeah, by the but spirit it's, of an ancient Incan monarch. How many times that shit happened? <laughs> really? Fucking on the Enterprise. On the Enterprise. Yeah, but it's still one of those things, though, where they've seen the files. They know what happens. Like, so you're saying? Think like about if, it like if this. You lived in D and D land. Okay. And somebody said, a dragon's attacking the farm, you know, in the next village over. You'd be like, oh, shit, a dragon. If somebody said that to you now, you'd be like, are you high? QAnon? What? (laughs) No, but think about it like this. The only reason why their world is still together Mm -hmm. is because 200 years ago, Kirk and Spock took a bird of prey around the sun, yeah. captured a bunch of whales, and came back. Yeah, yeah. to this very city. To th- yes, yes. <laughs> to this very spot. Like if you look at, you see out in the bay there, There's... where the bridge is. Yeah, that's right the past there's where the bird of prey crashed. Yeah, and the whales. Swam there's around. a whale it's, statue. There's a wreckage in the water. I was gonna say there's a whale statue on the campus of. Oh, Starfleet Academy. Starfleet Academy saying, like, these are for Gracie and George George that saved humanity 200 years ago. So when Harry Kim comes to you and says, something's not right here. I think I'm caught in a temporal anomaly. You go, that makes sense. Or Or let's or tell me more. Let me look at the computer. See, the computer says there's no temporal anomalies. Could it be something else, Harry? At least somebody, some, I would have liked to hear somebody go, tell me more. Right. What happened just before you 
feel like this temporal anomaly happened. Exactly. As opposed to going, you're a spy. You were talking to yeah. Tom Paris. Tom Paris is a piece of shit. Where's you're the, a spy. So I think he could have explained himself a little bit better, though. When, yeah, that's like, true. Why did you talk to Tom Paris? He should have mentioned. Because he yeah. was on the Voyager 2. In my well, time. He didn't on... make it to the Voyager. And, it, well, in my timeline, he did because I was there to stop the fight that. Yeah, because that's what we learned before this happens yeah. is that he goes to Marseille and and Jenny mentions the vest. <laughs> oh, the vest that looks like he, he cut it out of his grandma's upholstery. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible and, and, and Tom Paris explains to him, like, yeah, I was supposed to be on the Voyager, but I got into a fight. With at a Ferengi at a bar. At a bar. So, so that canceled out my good my my hall Probation, pass basically yeah. so then i had to go back to jail and they kicked me out or whatever yep but in the real story we know what happens harry kim's there and they become pals and yep. eat, and tom paris eats his ass for the first time and kim's like i'm not really into that i don't want to do that anymore and he's like that's all not right. what happened all right fine that's not what happened what happened what happened then ah. well, tom kept Harry, that's where they met. Was at the bar, and then they became friends, and they went and to then, lunch. Yeah, and then Paris ate his ass, it, and he that's, that was the like, lunch. Let me let me show you what we I learned in prison. No. <laughs> ah. some, hey, you play the clarinet. You want to play the skin flute? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> they call it a penal colony for a reason. <laughs> no, no, stop, stop. So, um, so yeah, so then they go back, and that's where he. he you're all right, though. He should have done a better job explaining himself. Yeah. Because he was like, oh, uh, I don't have to tell you anything. Oh, no, uh, you, you check my DNA. Yeah, check my DNA. <laughs> like, you know you're fucking batshit crazy when your response is, check my DNA. <laughs> Even his friend looks up like, like, what? Harry, what the fuck are you, what? I get the receipt. I get the receipt. It's not stolen. I got a receipt. I just yeah. can't find it right now, but I got a receipt. <laughs> check my DNA. <laughs> It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, that's batshit crazy right there. <laughs> oh yeah, you're a lizard person. <laughs> There's a pizza place selling children in DC. Check my DNA. <laughs> Joe Biden's a lizard man. <laughs> they, they storm Starfleet headquarters. Yeah. It's, it's just it's not good. Yeah, but um, but yeah. So 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 Kim gets all weird, and then like they give him an anklet. Yeah, because they're like, look, man, just don't, technology hasn't changed. Yeah, <laughs> just don't go anywhere because you're clearly deranged. Can't leave the planet. Can't leave the planet. Yeah. They put him on planet arrest. Yeah. <laughs> God, I'm stuck on planet Earth. God, how can people live like this? I don't know, buddy. How can we? Yeah, live this like sucks. This? Yeah, it does. And then his girlfriend talks to him, too, and she's like, Harry, why? Being such a douche. You just not love me because you're trying to get away. Yeah, which I had brought up too during the episode. Like all Harry Kim wants to do is get back to Earth. He's here just enjoy to enjoy her. Yeah, yeah. Like you got your fine ass woman. I mean, like I get that he feels like he doesn't belong there, but at the same time, like the Voyager is still out in space. Well, he's not personally going to stop it from know. coming back. It's true. She's we exactly don't right. know if Voyager made it. Well, hey, he, Harry does. He was on it. He was on it, but this is another timeline. Okay. Time has changed. So he and Paris are not on the ship. So you have to look back at all the episodes that we've watched until now. Were so there none any of that episodes? counts? Well, Can we just there, start here then? Were there, any <laughs> were there any episodes, though, where either he or Tom did something 
that was instrumental to saving the ship. No, if any, either of their skills. No, critical because no. like that first episode when Harry and Valana wake up. Yeah, and you know with the stomach. That doesn't happen the same now because mm-hmm. somebody else is there. With, with yeah, but the only thing I can think that Harry ever really did was just make shit worse. Like, remember when Harry went to that planet and completely ruined their whole religion and culture? Because <laughs> What's he was a prime like, directive? He's like, yeah, I, I'm not dead. We don't go to this other place. We're just on an asteroid, man. I just saw all these dead bodies <laughs> when I got there. <laughs> and then I showed up here. Yeah, that that's not what happens at all. So Harry fucked up that whole... So now yeah. that whole culture is fine they're saved <laughs> great this is yeah cool. this is a wonderful trip he should have stayed <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> okay you know but but i'm just saying i know what you're trying to say that enterprise or that i'm but sorry like, the there should have been like at least i feel like some thought put into it by him like you know had a little discussion with her about it yeah. and he's just like no i have to go back but you know how you i go. am when i make up my mind you alter the temporal parameters of the universe and for 78 years. And that's yeah. another Bye. thing that I thought was weird by Libby. Harry Kim doesn't come off as someone super driven and like just fired on all cylinders at all times to yeah. me. Like as a character, though, I've only seen him in 24 episodes. He's not that rah, rah, gung ho. I can solve any problem kind of guy. Right. He's kind of a pussy. I'm not, I wouldn't say he's more passive than that. Yeah. Like, I don't want to just say that he's a pussy, Jenny. That's not very I nice. Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> but he's not. He across. But he's not the, I'm yeah. going to succeed at all costs kind of guy. Yeah. Because you were on the ship for seven years and you're still a fucking ensign. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know? Like, well, we know why. Because that, he's that, a dipshit. Well, no, that's in this episode, too. Why is that? At the end. Why? Because he so blew. Disrespect. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So eventually Paris comes to help him out because Paris is like, look, man, I'm here to help, blah, blah, blah. Some reason that I don't really understand nor come. Well, you, you, you uh, told me about a better future. Yeah. And you believed in me or something. But which is dumb. Yeah. Which is dumb. Don't believe in yourself. Yeah. Nobody else does. <laughs> yeah, that's, so they, that's, what, that's the moral of the story. So then they go off and they go back to Harry Kim's office and they end up back on this new runabout, the special runabout that Kim was working on. And then right. Starfleet thinks they're trying to steal it. Yep. Because they, they think they're spies for the Maquis. Yeah. And then they try to recreate the 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 the, the anomaly that right, happened because Cosimo gave him a chip yes with the coordinates yeah. for the time stream would yeah because be. Cosimo tells him who he is he's like yeah. hey look I'm not really a night there was an accident you ran into one of our time yeah. streams we tried to fix shit as best we could it's a little different uh, but you're here yeah and I'm not really a 1940s butcher because <laughs> what is time you. yeah I'm a, I'm I'm a time entity guy yeah I'm the watcher. Well, he's like maybe he's one of the prophets, maybe, or a cousin of the prophets. Maybe. What is baseball? Yeah, at least this <laughs> guy knew, This guy knows time. Well, that was kind of funny though that it was a Vulcan. What is Vulcan T-bone coffee steak. extra sweet? Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I was thinking. How's that soy latte coming? Yeah. How's that soy latte? So they do their whole spiel and they go on their journey and. Yep. They are able to discover. They are able to recreate the accident specifically because Harry and remembers. Nothing happens. 
Yeah, nothing. But then Harry remembers the last thing. It's like, oh, yeah, that's right. I beamed out. You got to beam me out. And and then Paris is like, yeah, beam yourself out. And he's like, I don't want to beam you out because one of you dying, I'm wrong. So he's so driven Mm -hmm. that he tells his girlfriend, you know how I am. I have to see something to the end. Yeah. That he gets to the the the, the final thing that he needs to do Just to go back in time thing. and totally turns into like, but I can't do it because what if you die? It's like, no, you're, the whole purpose of you doing all of this yes. is to get you back to your timeline and then you have the chance to do it and then you punk out. So thankfully, the actual driven character. Yes. <laughs> Who's Tom Paris? Yes, shoves his ass into the transporter pad and just does the emergency beam out. No one else. You didn't think that was weird that he was so driven, and then right he up, gets then, to the moment where I he has to do it, it, and that's why he doesn't eat ass because so he talks a good game. He's like, <laughs> oh, "I'm gonna eat the shit out of that thing. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be moaning and groaning." Hey. <laughs> 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 d- 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 oh God, it was awful. Does the tank count? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't expect it to be so hairy. And then Paris pushes him, and then beams him out, and he and he's safe. Yep. And yeah. then he then he wakes up on the shuttle that he yeah. left yeah. from the shuttle Drake, which is about to explode. explode. And thankfully, though, they're able to route the transporters through the deflector dish because you route everything through the deflector mm-hmm. dish, apparently. Mm-hmm. And we beam him out. Mm-hmm. And he's safe. Mm-hmm. And he gets up to the bridge because the captain's like, oh, it's a long story. I can't wait to hear it. And he comes in and <laughs> Chakotay tells him about it. Oh, you're in a temporal anomaly. And he's like, yeah, I already you know, don't man. Hey, don't you have some fire water to drink? Get out of my face. Go up at a casino. And he's like, what Jeez. the fuck are you doing, man? Where did you come from? And he's like, fine. And that's why he never made rank. He, yep. Because he was a total douche to the XO. Number two man. Yeah, you can't do that. No. That uh-uh. shit, they remember that shit. I already got briefed. Yeah. And he's like, fuck you, buddy. You're going to get a lot more than briefed. <laughs> Yoink. <laughs> that's going on your permanent record. Snap. And that's the end of the episode. It was good. Yeah, yeah. It was a good episode. Like it was a good watch. It was an engage. It didn't feel like a forty-five minute show. It breezed right, right by. And maybe that was us sitting around chit chatting and yeah. having a nice yeah. time. Well, see, I think part of it though is, and again, within the context of George Trek episodes, we usually talk the least about good episodes. Yeah, it's true. Think about all the Law and Order episodes we've talked about. During really good episodes mm-hmm. yeah. of, of TNG. It's true. And DS9. Mm-hmm. Because there's really nothing to complain about. Yeah. There's nothing to tear down. And it's not like we're we're just here to tear down and complain. No. I mean, that's a part of it. But we also enjoy wonderful programming. Yeah. And each mm-hmm. other's company, obviously. Yeah. It's true. It's 1230 on a Thursday. We're still here doing this for you people. Yeah. Episode 399. God, I can't believe that. I know. We're going to wrap this up, though, because we got to leave soon. Because, Jenny, you guys have to work in the morning. I'm on vacation. I'm going on vacation tomorrow. No. Nice. What's vacation? I don't know. What Vacation's is, where you, you go just, and don't come back. It's a flat. It's where you just vacation. don't go to work. Vacation is a flat circle. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to give this episode a six and a half. I really liked it. 
Yeah. For Voyager, I really like this episode. If this would have been a Deep Space Nine episode, it's okay. If yeah. this is a TNG episode, it's okay. Yeah. But for Voyager, this is great. Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm going seven. It was seven. See, wow. I was, I, I'm following my rules. All right. I would have given it a six. Okay. There is absolutely no Neelix. All right, all yes. right. So then if there, all right, so I'm going to give it a seven and a half then because there's no Neelix. There's so no seven. And I a forgot half. about that. And honestly, like, so I started out thinking I was going to give it like a five and a half. Okay. Because it was like it's just an episode. It's it's okay. But then as we're talking about it, I was like, I actually like this episode. I yeah. watched it twice and I wasn't mad at it either yeah. time. <laughs> I watched it. Tw- I mean, like, I literally had just finished. Before you guys got yeah. here, like ten minutes, so I I was like, literally watched it Just twice, rewind. fifteen minutes between episodes. Yeah, because I said I didn't have a chance to watch it, and yeah. Ben gr- gracefully turned it back on for us. He's just like, mm-hmm. okay, I'll turn that's it back how on. Televisions work now. Yeah, you, you just to, rewatch. You, you miss it. an episode, yeah. you might catch it in the summer during reruns, or never again, or never again. Maybe if they put it on like some best of VHS set. The time. Well, think if they did a Voyager time travel episode. That'd be the whole fucking series. You'd literally get the whole series. The whole series. Yeah. Because this is technically a time travel episode because they go, we go back in time. Yeah, yeah the timeline was altered. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I really, what did you give it, Jenny? I give it a seven. It's a seven. Yeah. So we have a se- two sevens and a seven and a half. Yeah. It's amazing what Neelix can do. Yeah, it's, it is. He can the ruin, lack of. ruin Star Trek. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Or the lives of little children. Yes. Because he's a groomer. But yeah, that was a really great episode. I really liked it. I'm nervous about episode 400 because when you read the... I see, I see the doctor wearing a beret and it looks <laughs> like they're in Marseille. Yikes! So it can only yeah. go up from there. You think? It's, I think it's all downhill. Like, oh my... I looked at it I was like, a temporal anomaly. God damn it! And like, this episode's going to suck it again. Right. He's dressed like a French beggar. This, so we're gonna have croissants and baguettes. See, we need him to meet the coffee guy from last exactly this episode, mm-hmm. and then we can Cosmo or whatever his name was. Cosmo, Cosmo Kramer. Yeah. <laughs> was this around the same time that that name came out? I think so. This was like ninety four, ninety five when this episode. So who was Seinfeld? I don't know, but I think it was around the same time. Cosmo, it's Cosmo Kramer. Kramer. <laughs> Fuck. Right, so we'll be back next week, episode four hundred, and we'll re- we'll record live if that's okay with you guys. Again, yeah. we're gonna have yeah. to do it. So yeah. I'll pick up another veggie tray. I think you could probably just keep that Stick one in the fridge. Yeah. Well, yeah. Does veggie trays last that? I mean, obviously, I'll get more dip. I I have another unopened thing of sour cream in there. But I think most of that will stay for a week. Yeah, it's cheese. Yeah, but it's got to stay here with me. Well, that well, that's on you if you eat it. I don't have that kind of self control. There's a difference between will it be fresh or will it get eaten. You didn't say, will it stay fresh? You said, will it be good? And I was like, yeah, it'll be good. Okay. Yeah, will it get will eaten? Will that ass stay fresh or will it be eaten? <laughs> Put some mustard on it. I won't be able it. to smell it either way. <laughs> so, thank you guys very much for listening. We really appreciate it. Episode 399 is in the books. Um, if you enjoyed what you heard, you can go to patreon.com and you can watch the video of the episode of us sitting in front of Ben's lovely bookshelf. Mm-hmm. With my I Dream of Genie bottles. Right there, and uh, you can contribute to the show. We greatly appreciate it. Shelves ain't cheap. No, they're not. And hey, Ben, how's that soy latte coming? 